Hello. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and to listen to what we're into at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and listen to what we like at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. Hello. Do I just say a number? Yes. Would you like me to repeat the options? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, please. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and listen to what we like at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. 1, please. Sorry. No, it's okay. I lost my footing. I, I, I didn't mean to nudge you. It's okay. Sorry. Our latest show is a mixture of elements, of screen and performance and material. They never used to do things like this. What? They never used to do things like this. Events, shows like this. Oh, really? Never. Just had two floors, two or three rooms on each floor, cafe on the ground floor, library on the top. The bar was better back then. Cheaper, too. Yeah. Drinks are so expensive now. Extortionate. Ridiculous. The whole space is so much bigger. I, I, I don't know how. I don't think they built an extension. I think half the building was used by a school. They moved out and used the extra rooms as gallery space. Oh, I see. That would make sense. Do you live here? Um, nearby. In the city? No, but nearby. I see. No, it never used to be this big. Maybe it's too big. I'm not sure if I like it. It doesn't have a very good reputation, you know. What, the gallery? Yes, not a very good reputation at all. Really? Oh, yes. Its international reputation is awful. It used to be so much smaller, but, but it was good. It was a good little gallery with a nice quiet library for kids and a cafe downstairs and a, a bar at night on the weekends, like I said. Whiskey, gin, you name it. A good selection, nice staff, plenty of space to sit. You could hear people talk. They open the doors out to the harbour in the summer. Sounds very nice. Oh, and it was. It did very well. Lots of people visited weekdays, weekends. It was very popular. All the others, other 
galleries from abroad, France, Germany, Italy, Russia, they all lent their famous paintings. All of them. It all came here and people came to see it. My God, they all came here. But then, one day, a painting arrived from New York, a Rauschenberg, pure white canvas, nothing else. <laughs> totally blank. Incredibly well received at the time. It, it, it brought news stories and a lot of attention. It was all going so well. But then, one afternoon, a, a mother was busy looking at an information plaque and her toddler, her child with ink on his small fingers, reached out to the painting and soiled it with one press. No one ever lent their paintings out to the gallery ever again. No one would dare. That's a shame. Excuse me. Did you enjoy Munich? What? Did you enjoy your trip to Munich? What? It snowed. I... Wait. How do you know that? Who are you? Excuse me? Where are you going? The pieces in the next room are better. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and listen to what we like at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. 2, please. Excuse me! Who are you? Slow down! How did you know I just got back from Munich? I'm sorry? Ah, a seat here. This is wonderful. This is W.H. Auden. Do you know him? Yes. The Night Mail. This is the Night Mail crossing the border, bringing the check and the postal order, letters for the rich, letters for the poor, the, the shop at the corner, the girl next door. He was asked by the Royal Mail to do this. They recorded it and showed it as a short documentary film. Do you like it? Uh, I'm not sure. I've never seen it before. Yes, well, watch it. You might like it. Who are you? You know who I am. We've met before. We met just now. You bumped into me. Oh, no. I'm a... A teacher? A tutor. Sometimes I give lectures and I talk at events. I'm here at the university. I didn't ask what you do. How do you know about Munich? What did I say about Munich? I... Oh. Sorry. I'm very tired. I, I might have heard wrong. You might have done. It is a nice film. I like seeing everyday things like... Letters and stamps turned into something romantic. 
Why are you so tired? Oh, I'm a dancer. This is my day off. I see. Is it art or is it medicine? It's a sport for sure. But every day I get cracked and stretched and twisted and tested just to keep my muscles going. That must get tedious. Not really. I love it so much. That's good. That's very good. To do what you love. It is. So many people don't. And they just accept it as a way of life. But that's unbearable, surely. At least to me. I I don't know about you. I believe in it so much. In the lifestyle and everything. I can't imagine another way of living. I love it. I suffer it. But it's worth it. In the end. Do you think so? Does it not ever become too difficult? Too... painful? No. Never. Well, at any rate, it's a good thing to suffer for the expression and movement of the body. It's natural, isn't it? Really? What else do you believe in? You must have a good belief system for someone who lives a disciplined life reliant on little more than sheer luck to pay your bills. It's not just luck. A huge amount of skill goes into it. I think that effort will never betray you. But I do believe in other things. I believe in the power of magical thinking. And what's that? Just... A belief in patterns, speaking things into being. Your own thoughts, they can carry a huge amount of influence on your life. That sounds like a lot of pressure, a lot of responsibility. I try not to think about it too much. You said you were a teacher? Yes. That's nice. Do you teach children? No. Well, sometimes. Oh, so you're a a teaching assistant? Yes, that's right. You said you were a tutor. Oh, well, at least you get to work from the comfort of your own home occasionally. Not often. I always go to them. Oh, well, I'm sorry for following you into the room like that. It was nice to meet you. Don't go just yet. Your cologne. It's very nice. Is it from Paloma? Bergamo, aldehydes, amber. It's an interesting mixture, right? I'm wearing no, two. No, no, thank you. I, I have to go. Jean, don't go. It's Peter's scent, remember? His signature. He wore it every day. Don't you remember Vienna? After he died. You went to the Leopold Museum. When you saw Sheila's death and the man, it made you sick to your stomach, didn't it? The way death embraced the man from behind, the way they both stared at you with their eyes like pools of light. It was unsettling, wasn't it? Ruined your nerves for the day. Tell me who you are. Right now. How do you know me? My name? How? 
Why don't you smell the perfume, Jean? Here. My wrists. Remember it. No! No, I won't! All right, if you don't want to remember it, why are you here? Do I need a reason? I don't need to explain myself to you. I came here because it looked interesting. Please. You're confusing me. I'm frightened. If you don't explain, I'm running down to reception and telling them you're stalking me or something. I don't know. You don't need to do that. You know you don't. Why don't you come with me into the next room? Please. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and listen to what we like at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. 4. Sorry. Wrong number. Look, sir, Mr... whatever. I'm not going anywhere. I need to know who you are and how you know me. I don't know you. I'm sure I don't. What are you trying to do? Me? What am I trying to do? No. No. You don't know me, Jean. Don't worry. You're not going mad. But I do know you. So what, are you a stalker? Have you been following me? Watching me? This is a stupid time and place to come out with all these people here. If you try anything, all I need to do is shout and someone will call the police and come and arrest you. I would have done it a minute ago, but I want to know. I'll give you a chance to tell me, then I'm leaving. You want to know who I am? That's right. Come into the next room. Fine, but I've got my phone on me. Remember that. You think I don't know? I just want to talk to you, Jean. There's no need to be so hostile and afraid. Don't stand there just looking at me. You're so much better than that. So? Please, just come into the next room with me. All right. What's in this room? I can't really see. It's very dark. My eyes always take a while to adjust. Oh, TVs? Mini TVs. Different colours. I guess it's some sort of installation. Describe it to me. I can't see. Sure. They're small, tiny televisions. Old-fashioned kind, but not too much. 1980s, maybe. They're arranged like a field, diagonal, running in lines across the room. They all have short, looped films playing on them, I think. But they're all different colours. Very bright, sort of... Futuristic? Neon sounds a bit much, but... Which colours? How many? Uh, not too many. There's indigo, 
red and fuchsia and green too. What sort of films are they? Do you know what they're about? I'm not sure. They're blurry from where I'm standing. Walk closer, go towards them. What can you see on the screens? There's... Oh, God. How did you get this? How did you get this? There's no way... Tell me what you see. I... All right. There are... There are signal waves running down them, like shards of light cutting through the blinds in my old Berlin room. It's me in Berlin, and Peter too. He's wearing a long coat with lots of buttons and he's talking. I think we're in the gold bar in Neukölln with the curtains. That's what the yellow discoloration is in the corner. The curtains are golden velvet. That's why we went in there. I kept talking and talking about those curtains, about how luxurious they looked against the other building. And there's me. I'm turning around and I'm about to talk. There's no sound. I don't know what I'm saying. I can't hear anything. Just static. Yes. How did you get this? Did you hack me or something? Is it footage I didn't know I had hidden in my drive or something? Hack you? How? How could I possibly do that? No, I didn't hack you. This is an installation, and I didn't make it. Strange. Strange. Did you live in Berlin? No, but I went there a lot. Well, I sort of lived there for a couple of months. The way you said, in my Berlin room, sounded like you lived there? Like I said, I sort of did. I have strong attachments to all my rooms. To my Berlin room with the peeling walls and the rails of clothes. To my Lambeth floor where I used to paint the beards of priests gold and the acrylic would get onto my shirt and I didn't mind at all. And I used to sing Moon of Alabama all night long. Do you miss it? Where? Berlin. Always. All the time. This is strange. You must know something about this. Why else would you bring me in here? I had nothing to do with this installation, Jean. Right. Okay. Wait, what's that? It's me, again, on another screen. I'm, I'm back in London. It's the first time I went out without Peter after he died. I think I went to the opera or something, something that felt cultured, expensive, like it would lift me up and heal me or elevate me out of my living situation. An escape from the grief, the pain, the other's raw meat sat on the windowsill in the kitchen. 
the mould on the ceiling that kept making me sick. And yet, the thing I remember the most... Was what? The fragrance of the theatre. The wood. The plush chairs. I can hardly remember the plot, what I wore, what I looked like. I can barely remember what the stage or the actors looked like, but I remember the smell of one lady. Her perfume came and found me. I don't know if she was in front or behind, and I swear it was familiar. It smelt like iris and suede and ballet shoes. And Peter and I walking through Covent Garden, hungry for Soho and almost running to get there, but it was so hot that day. Why don't we just get some orange juice and sit on the pavement? That sounds wonderful. I can't remember the show. No, I mean your memories. Your memories sound wonderful. Peter was wonderful. Fragrance is so evocative, isn't it? It can take you back there immediately. Nothing is as effective except perhaps music, but even then, it's not the same. The scent is so primal, so natural, so pure, almost simple. Yes, I think that... I agree. I agree. You must miss him very much. I do. Very, very much. Yes. Don't worry. I know it's been very hard and very painful and so lonely. But at your age, it wears off soon. You're young still. At first, it's like a gaping wound, raw and bloody, like a shout. But then it becomes slightly above a whisper and then... Eventually, it becomes a name you murmur whilst asleep once in a while. That will never happen. I pray to him nightly. I think of him every hour. You do now. But it does wear off, and soon. Perhaps that's your experience with grief, but it's not mine. You don't need to be so hard all the time. And yet, I can tell that this has really affected you. Though it will wear off. And I do believe it will wear off. You have truly been bereaved. You seem very emotional in some lights, at some moments. Come on, don't look at me like that. It is unusual for you, all this, isn't it? We don't know each other. Don't comment on my character. Yes, well, it is unusual for you. What do you mean? You're not entirely cold. Not all the time. Even so, you have more difficulty in displaying emotion. Why? I don't know. Other people say that to me sometimes, but I don't think so. I'm restrained. I don't have difficulty. Oh, but you do? And if you just be honest with yourself, you would admit to that being the case. But I suppose... If your face were on lots of different screens, it would be easier to see the emotion from 
different moments, different times, places, countries, cities, then you could study them and learn how to mimic them and replicate them. Perhaps that is how you could mask your grief. Perhaps that is how you could start to move past it. Through acting? How would that help? I would look all right to the outside world, but still be in agony on the inside. That helps no one, least of all me. I've tried it. Believe me, it doesn't work. Do you fear ridicule? This is normally the case. Oh, fuck off. I've had enough of this. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this is. I don't know why you're here, but I've had enough. I don't need to listen to this. Are you afraid to be seen? How dare you? How dare you? Who are you? Where did you come from? Get out. Get out. Who are you to tell me how I should conduct myself? Who are you to talk to me at all? I'm in pain. I've been in pain for almost a whole year now. It doesn't sound like too long, but when you're in it, it's an eternity. It never ends. Sometimes I think it never will. He was my best friend. I don't know how you knew him, but I knew him. I lived him. I I lived alongside him, through him, with him. He taught me everything. Everything. He took me to Berlin, a city which was my first love more than any living, breathing person. And he moved with me to London, the city where I now live. I thought, coming back here to Bristol, I could catch a break, get away from the memory. But you're here. You, somehow, following me, chanting his name, chanting your accusations, your, your thoughts, your insults. You won't leave me alone. Why? I'm sick of this, sick of it all. I've kept moving and working and I'm still lost. So, can I come home now? I'm upset. I'm in pain. I, I have no one. Listen to me. I can't stop seeing things before I go to sleep at night. And when I look at myself in the mirror after I wash, I am so pale. I am so pale, I can see the blood running through me. I just want to go home. I've needed so much and asked for so much, but now I need so little and I ask for so little. All I want is to go home. Leave me alone. Don't, don't let me be lonely. Leave me alone, but, but don't let me be lonely. Jean, come into the next room.
I'm tired. I'm tired. It's okay, Jean. I just want you to see something. It's dark in here too. Look. I'm exhausted. I know. What is your name? My name is Alexander. Nice to meet you. What are you meant to be showing me? Go to the end of the room. It's another installation. On one big screen this time. Tell me again. What you see, what you hear. Don't worry. No one else is here. It's just you and me. You and me. I need to get closer. It's... It's a window. I can hear the cello. It's very beautiful. Oh. It is very beautiful. I can see the ocean. I can see the hills and the land. The ocean is moving slowly, coming up to some shore out of shot. Even though the water is blue, everything is tinged with a bright pink. By the morning, I suppose. It's dawn. Or the sun setting. I'm not sure. I've always loved the cello. There's... There's a, a shadow. A figure, some sort of projection of a person rising out of the hills in the water. Rising. Rising. They're, they're, they're reaching out. Oh, they're, they're waving. I know them. I know them. He's out there. I can't reach him. This must be old footage. Now he's sinking back. Back down into the ocean. I think... Alexander, may I close the window? If you'd like to. What is this? Where did you get this footage from? And why are you showing it to me now? Because you wanted to see it, didn't you? You wanted to see it. If you didn't come out here to see it, to remind yourself, to surround yourself with it, you would go home. You would look at old videos, look at old pictures. If you keep retreating to it in private, it will come and find you in public. But that's... Impossible? Cruel? Not the point. No. It's just what happens. There will always be the videos, Jean. There will always be the photographs, the, the memories, the journal entries, the scents and the sounds that take you back there. But you have to come to life. You have to live. You have to turn to life and choose it. You can't carry on this way. And you know that. Yes, I can move. I can move back to London or, or I can go on holiday. 
that will only get you so far. You can't escape unless you confront the issue. Renew yourself, rebirth, innocence can be naive sometimes. But if you turn to life and you follow the sun and you've seen what you've seen and know what you know, then you deserve the sun. Go follow the sun, Jean. Go follow the ocean. Leave the memories here in the gallery. Leave the archive behind. It won't rot. I will preserve it for you. Go out into the world. You know that you can. Hi. Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Help! Reception! Yes, everything all right in here? No, I... There was a man in here? It's that man. That man in that painting, over there. He was in here. Did you see him leave? Oh, I'm sorry, but that's the Arnolfini portrait. Please don't stand too close, it's been loaned to us in trust. It's very famous and very expensive. Stand back, please. But they looked exactly alike. Who? The man I was talking to and, and the man in that painting. That's impossible. I'm sorry, not to be rude, but I've never seen anyone who looks like that. Not in this century. I didn't see anyone leave this room. Are you sure? Yes. Can you check the camera footage for security reasons? Well, there aren't any risks to my knowledge. There was no one else in here, I don't think. Sorry. It's dark. Maybe someone left as you entered. No, I spoke to someone. I'm really sorry, but I don't know. I'll be down at reception. If I see anything strange, I'll call on some help. There are seats outside if you need some fresh air. I... Okay. Thank you. I might do that. Welcome to our new hotline. Call back every week to get updates and listen to what we like at the moment. Press 1 to hear about our latest show. Press 2 to talk to reception. Press 3 to hear a lecture on the Arnolfini portrait. Press 4 to hang up. 3, please. The Arnolfini portrait is an oil painting on an oak panel created in 1434 by Jean van Eyck from the Netherlands. Highly original and complex, this painting is famed for its beauty and its innovation. The perspectives within the piece and its renowned convex mirror expand the picture's space and add to its convincing depiction of a room's interior and of a merchant's everyday settings and life. Its symbolism is varied, esoteric and highly debated, from the colours of the woman's robe to the oranges sat on the windowsill. At first sight, the fruit acts as a symbol of wealth, but they could also possibly be a symbol of rebirth, abundance, and the innocence that reigned in the Garden of Eden.
The Arnold Feeney Portrait is an industry magazine production, written and directed by Tamsin Chandler, assistant directed by Ariadne Sisu, and produced by Amy Evans. The role of Jean was played by Grace D'Souza, and the role of Alexander by James Newbery, with Kat Cooper as the receptionist, and Michael Yates as the caller. The play was edited by Tony Quadri, Bella Watts, and Sarah Catterall, using a variety of Creative Commons licensed samples by freesound.org. Users Doe Bride with the Museum Ambience, Sir Durf with the Cello Tuning, Ambient Sound App with the Seagulls, and Fox and Ten with the Train Whistle. Additionally, thank you to BBC Music with the Introducing Sample Collective for the bass cello sample. Special thanks go to our editors Chloe Dutzen-Gobb and Emily Webb for artwork and marketing supervision. For more Industry Magazine content, please follow our Facebook page and visit industryoxford.com where we will be featuring an exclusive video installation edited by Louisa Carmen to accompany the audio of the play.